Mbawauni from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 30th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. The elections may be over in many parts of Nigeria, but in some places there were unexpected results. On Monday the 27th, the Independent National Electoral Commission, or INEC, announced that supplementary gubernatorial elections in Kebi and Adamawa states will be held on the 15th of April. Recall that last week we told you that the INEC declared the gubernatorial elections held on the 18th of March in both states inconclusive, which caused high tension between the ruling All Progressive Congress, best known as APC, and the People's Democratic Party, or PDP. Before the election was declared inconclusive in Adamawa State, Amadou Fintiri, the incumbent governor and the PDP candidate, had won 13 local government areas. On the other hand, if Aisha Binani, the gubernatorial candidate of the APC and the prospective first female governor in Nigeria had won, she would have secured a victory in seven local governments. In Kevi State, the election was declared inconclusive because of massive vote cancellation and overvoting in 20 of the 21 local government areas in the state. Speaking about election challenges, Femi Falana, a senior advocate of Nigeria, popularly known as Sun, said that he will not join his colleagues to speak badly about the integrity of Nigerian courts. Remember we told you that Peter Obi, presidential candidate of the Labour Party, or LP, and Atiku Abubakar, PDP presidential candidate, have both challenged the victory of Bola Tinubu, the APC candidate. Now following their announcements, politicians, sons and other public figures have expressed worry about the court being transparent with the judicial process. Some even accused the courts of being corrupt and biased. However, on Sunday the 26th, Falana said that the courts are capable of delivering justice in election-related matters. The Sun asked the courts to televise the tribunal proceedings, as is typical in other African countries because judges should have nothing to hide. He also said that televising the cases would enhance the credibility of the judiciary. All right, let's move on to other news. The National Orientation Agency, best known as NOA, has announced that the population and housing census will begin on the 3rd of May and end on the 6th. On Sunday the 26th, Garba Abari, NOAA's Director General, said that the census will be digital and will capture every person, household and structure for national planning and project execution purposes. The census will be the second major national exercise this year after the general elections. Currently, figures from bodies such as the United Nations have put Nigeria's population at 213 million. The country is also expected to be the third largest populated in the world by 2050. Some of you may be wondering what the need of the census is, since there is an official population count by the UN. Well, what the census would do is break down the population clusters by region, state, age, religion, occupation and other demographics. 
Also, the last census was in 2006, which means whatever information the federal government is working on in terms of the allocation of resources is heavily outdated. Over the weekend, there were some exchanges between a UK envoy and Femi Fani Coyote, formerly known as FFK, former Minister of Aviation and a director in the APC Presidential Campaign Council. On Saturday the 25th, Ben Llewellyn-Jones, British Deputy High Commissioner to Nigeria, expressed displeasure at many comments of the former minister. He said FFK stirred violence and tension with his words and reiterated the UK's threat to ban visas for those who undermine democracy or scuttle the elections in one way or the other. Some of FFK's tweets in reference to the opposition have contained words and phrases deemed derogatory, divisive and inciting. He has used words such as, quote, dogs, unquote, quote, barbarian, unquote, and, quote, idiotic, unquote, among others, to refer to others in his statements. Replying to Llewellyn Jones on Sunday the 26th, FFK said that he would not take lessons on what to say or how to speak from the UK envoy. He said that the Deputy High Commissioner was a, quote, misguided, mischievous and clearly unlettered Englander, unquote, and that he was not intimidated by the UK's visa ban threats. While we are on the subject of foreign relations, here's some news that may be of interest to potential investors. The Presidential Enabling Business Environment Council, or PEVEC, has ranked Gombe as the state which provides the friendliest environment for business in Nigeria. In a report released on Monday the 27th, PEBEC said that six indicators were used. Infrastructure, secure and stable environment, transparency and accessibility of information, regulatory environment, skills and labor, and economic opportunity. This is the second time in a row Gombe would clinch the top spot. According to the PEBEC report, on a 10-point scale, Gombe scored 7.15 points to emerge as the number one state while Jigawa State got 6.88 points to come second, and Sokoto State, with a 6.79 score, came third. Meanwhile, the National Emergency Management Agency, best known as NEMA, said that 500 vulnerable households affected by disasters have benefited from food item donations in Kano State. As we told you a few weeks ago, there was a diphtheria outbreak in the country and Kano was one of the states that was hit the most. Kano was also one of the most affected by floods in 2022. Mustafa Habib, Director General of NEMA, said that the food items were distributed on Monday the 27th. He said that the food would provide ease to vulnerable households, particularly in this month of Ramadan. It's time for another update from the education sector. The West African Examinations Council, WAOYEC, has suspended the manual confirmation or stamping of certificates of candidates who sat for the West Africa Senior School Certificate Examination from 1999 until now. On Monday the 27th, 
Moyoshola Adachina, Wayak, Nigeria's acting head of public affairs department, said that the council decided that individuals and institutions seeking to confirm the results within the stipulated period can now do so via its digital portal. Wojek also said that plans are ongoing to extend the initiative to 1980. The digital portal was launched in October last year. Affected candidates can access their Wojek digital certificate through its website, while the mobile version can be downloaded on the Android and iOS app stores. Let's have a look at the sports world. The Super Eagles of Nigeria have defeated Guinea-Bissau in their second Africa Cup of Nations, best known as AFCON qualifier game. This means the Eagles are back in control of their group. On Friday the 24th, they played again, and the Eagles lost to Guinea-Bissau for the first time ever. Then, in a rematch on Monday the 27th, Nigeria scored one goal to nil against Guinea-Bissau. The victory returned Nigeria to the top of the group with nine points from four games, two points above Guinea-Bissau. The Eagles will travel to Sierra Leone in June before hosting Sao Tome and Principe in their final game of the qualification series. The top two in the group will book an automatic ticket for the upcoming AFCON build for Ivory Coast in 2024. Meanwhile, the Super Falcons, the female national football club, on the other hand, has called up 23 players ahead of next month's international friendlies against Haiti and New Zealand. One of the players, Desiree or Paranosier, will be returning to the team for the first time since May 2022, when she was removed from the African Women's Cup of Nations list based on, quote, border restrictions, unquote. On Sunday the 26th, the Falcons said the estranged footballer was back on its list and would be playing alongside Asisant Oshoala, Barcelona star, and other famous female footballers. Good luck to both teams. And that's it for this week. Wanna have the most cool t-shirt ever? We gotcha. You can buy our 100% unbleached organic cotton, grown and ginned in Texas, spun and knit in the Carolinas, sewn and printed in Missouri t-shirts. The most environmentally friendly t-shirt you'll own. What's your favorite pizza topping? Let us know at nigeria at rorschach.com. Oh, double.